Hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to a new edition of the EKN Outlap. It is our preview podcast, episode number 58, June the 20th, 2023. And of course, uh, looking up forward to this weekend's event, the USPKS United States Pro Card Series, getting back at it with the Indiana Grand Prix at Newcastle Motorsports Park. On June 22nd and 25th, I'm Rob Howden. David Cole, of course, will be joining me. Before we jump in here, let's talk about the presenting sponsor of this edition of the Outlap, Factory Carts. Made in the USA. It's not just a statement. It's the mission at Factory Carts of America. Led by four-time Super Nats champion Billy Musgrave, Factory Carts manufactures their frames completely in-house at the Riverside, California facility. Built and designed from the ground up specifically for the American karting market, Factory Carts brings new innovations and solutions that are long overdue. No other karting manufacturer stands behind its product as Factory Carts does, providing a two-year warranty on all their frames. Learn more by visiting factorycarts.com or email Billy anytime at info at factorycarts.com. All right, David Cole, time for you to get back at it. Indiana Grand Prix, USPKS, reconvening at Newcastle Motorsports Park. The itch will be gone. I've been uh, <laughs> kind of restless here the last couple of weeks, uh, wanting to get to the race. I might even go to the uh, a racetrack tomorrow just so I can, I can get prepared and and <laughs> and situated for for what will be the sounds of screeching tires and the race fuel smell and all that is grand and glorious at the car track. Well, what's happening tomorrow? Where are you going to go? They're actually Berlin Raceway is actually doing carts over there. Are they really? Yeah. So I'm I I, I got to check this out. You know, I might I might. We, I got to talk to my dad later and we might throw the Briggs in the truck or put, bring the whole trailer over. And it's only 15 minutes from the house. So it's a little Wednesday night thing. They ha- they do, they do like the, uh, the mini wedges, like the, you know, like the, yep. the kid roll cage carts basically. Um, and then some clunkers, I think too, and an oval thing. So, but they're trying to do like a road course thing. So I, I got to learn more about this. So I got to get over and check that out. It's in my backyard. So I got to go. <laughs> uh, David, let's jump into this round three of a five-round championship program for this year. Uh, as we know, the best four of five count. Program's been around a long time, 11th season. This, uh, again, kind of the midway point in the program. They kind of primary players have you know made themselves known early on. Uh, how are things looking forecast-wise? Uh, forecasts, uh, again, it's Indiana. That, that's something me and Nate Dean talked about in our This Week in Karting episode, which is playing on the EKN radio right now, and you'll have it available in podcast form tomorrow. Um, Newcastle in June. I don't think I've been there in June, it, or if I have, it's been a long time that uh, I've been there in June. I recall May being there multiple times, yep. but June, I just, I don't know. So who knows if it's going to be like July where it could be really, really hot and, but also have that threat of severe weather right now. Friday is the only threat of rain where there's 41% chance of rain on Friday with temperatures just below 80 on Thursday and Friday, but then boom, the heat comes and it becomes a sauna on Saturday and Sunday with highs in up to 87 both days Ooh, so um yeah so we'll see but yeah i just don't recall being at newcastle motorsport park in the month of june i think maybe stars of karting was there back then or maybe even the cki uh program that was affiliated with wsk karting um but yeah it's been a while since since been down there in june what are we looking at for uh layout for this particular event that changed anything up or yeah, that's one thing we were wondering about heading into this weekend after we got done with speed sports, you know, what what configuration they were going to run. You know, they've done reverse a few times. They've 
I don't think they ever did a long track there with USPKS, but uh, they're going to go back to basics, kind of basically what Route 66 does did, even though it's not affiliated anymore with one another. But they're going to do the national layout in the counterclockwise direction. So the typical one mile circuit that we're, we're all accustomed to that's been utilized basically since it was constructed back in 2003 and opened in 2004. So all 15 turns will be uh, in contention. And again, just uh, back to basics uh, for what will be the 11th time that the series is at Newcastle Motorsports Park. I literally remember getting the phone call uh, from the Dismores talking about the fact that this track was coming. And I remember writing up the article to put in uh, to put in Supercard Illustrated. <laughs> That's it, man. This is well. I think it was Shifter Card Illustrated. Then. It was Shifter Card Illustrated. I hadn't changed it over yet. You're right. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. So, but uh, obviously, the this track, David, has kind of been one of the core tracks for the USPKS. Yeah, and a second home to myself, a little <laughs> bit to you, you yeah. know, here and there. Because, again, every year since it's been constructed, you know, we've been there. We've had, you know, events go through there. And, you know, this year will be the I will be there at least four times with, you know, USPKS this weekend, SCUSA. We got uh, Rotac, the race Rotax US Trophy Final coming in September. And then, yeah. of course, Cup Cards North America in October. Uh, but really my favorite ever events there was the Robopong that, you know, we had basically the Pro-Am endurance event, 200 laps with, you know, Dan Weldon, Scott Dixon, Ed Carpenter, Simon Pagino, Will Power, and then all the greats in karting coming back. And even Ricky Rudd won one year with Paulie Hiraka. Paulie Hiraka, yep. Yeah, that was one of the big years that they had there that year. And so, yeah, it's just, yeah, Newcastle is kind of the core foundation. It's almost like the, uh, the South Garda of the United States karting. It really yeah. is, you know, a, a lot of people put their focus on this racetrack and a lot of people enjoy going to this racetrack. Let's have a look at the event schedule. Optional practice rolling out on Thursday. Friday will be the official practice session, four rounds in total. Uh, qualifying as well, David, well, obviously one of the big things about the uh, routes, I mean, the, uh, uh, the USPKS this year is a change in the overall lineup in terms of uh, the, the event schedule with just that one main event on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and also the extension of five events on the season. So this yeah. is really the midway point. And as you said, with the weekend format changing, you know, qualifying three rounds of heat races and then the main events on Sunday, that all event or all on-track sessions count towards the championship points. And that's something we'll get into later. But it's certainly shaking the way things, shaking things up the way people look at the championship. Uh, including, you know, the the one drop that they're allowed. So there's actually racers that we'll talk about later who aren't even going to be at Newcastle because they're counting this as their drop race. Yeah. Uh, so that makes things a little interesting. And again, but there's so many points up for grabs. So you can either benefit from it by continually being up front and, and you know winning all three heat races and not winning the final. You can still be the champion. That's That's one of the crazy things about the way this format is. But you know, 10 laps for the three heat races on Saturday. And then the main events will be 18 laps with 16 for both mini and micro. And right now we're looking at last chance qualifiers for K100 senior, K100 junior, but they are opening up all the categories because it's Newcastle Motorsports Park. We got to do the big fields to 50, dri 50 drivers per category. So now they're moving the top 44 in K100 senior and K100 junior into the main event and the last six coming from last chance qualifier, but depends on how they do that right now. I think 
you know, we'll get into the numbers. I don't even know there, there's only one category over 50 right now, actually K 100 seniors over at 51. So we'll see what they do when we get trackside about the, uh, the format of that. Indeed. And David said, mentioned by the numbers, we'll do that right after this quick break. We'll have a look at what we got in terms of entries for this weekend's Indiana Grand Prix. Stay tuned. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. Hey there, my name is Dion Moltka, and I grew up karting and was fortunate enough to one day achieve my dream of becoming a professional race car driver. Looking back at my career, the most fun I had was in karting, but it was also one of the most challenging times in my career too. I often found myself craving expert guidance from someone who had been there before, that had done it and knew the right path forward, but it just wasn't available. And that's why I created Blaze Coaching. It's a platform designed to ensure every driver has the chance to learn from the best, from those who have faced the challenges and know what it takes to become a champion in our sport. Just imagine being coached by 2023 Indy 500 winner Joseph Newgarden, or Indy 500 front-wheel qualifier Spencer Piggott, or how about Acura factory driver Ricky Taylor? They're all here as coaches on Blaze, ready to help you along your path. It's designed to meet you where you are, so no matter what your experience level is, where you race, what you race, or what your goals are, your Blaze coach is there to help. Are you ready to unlock your potential? Visit blaze.io backslash carding today. That's B-L-A-Y-Z-E dot I-O backslash carding. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perlin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perlin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perlin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe, North America, and Asia, becoming the CIK FIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Perlin USA is North America's source for Perlin products we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans Tag Single Speed Chassis for Junior and Senior Classes, and the 28mm Mini Cart for the Cadet Classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world, and it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro De Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Perlin. For more information, head to PerlinUSA.com. Welcome back to episode 58 of our Outlap Preview Podcast. It's uh, myself, Rob Howden, David Cole. Looking forward to this coming weekend's USPKS event at Newcastle Motorsports Park. And David, let's have a look by the numbers. Uh, the last event on the docket was Speed Sports down in Texas, 284 entries. Right now, the pre-entry total rolling into Newcastle is sitting there at 275. Yeah, the, the big thing about the 275 number, it's the biggest USPKS event at Newcastle ever. So we talked about how they've been there 11 years. Uh, or this will be the 11th time at Newcastle. This is going to be the biggest event ever there for USPKS. So that that's a key number. Uh, you know, Part of it could be because it's in the middle of the season. It's It's summer. People are out of school, but also because a lot of the years, um, you know, numbers quite weren't up there yet. You know, we look back at 2018 and 2019. That was kind of the 
the resurgence and the beginning of the growth of the United States Pro Kart Series where yeah. they were down at 151 and 181. But it also depends on the time of the year, too, because if it's the end of the season, which typically Newcastle was during that time, um, not a lot of people ended up going to the series finale. So uh, being the midway point, this certainly is going to help build numbers. But because the numbers have been so strong, I think, over the last couple of years with USPKS that this number was was bound to happen sometime. Yeah, true enough. And, and again, as you said, these are also pre-entry numbers as well. Give them a little more time for some walk-ups on the weekend. It could be solid, uh, even more solid. Uh, Micro Swift's currently sitting at 36, Mini Swift at uh, 43, both a little bit down, just a, a couple of down from, from Speed Sports. But again, walk-ups could bring it where they need to be. X30 Junior bumping up a couple to 20. Uh, X30 Pro down a couple to 34. But Dave, is still pretty solid field at 34 in the pro category. Yeah, wait, that's 30's been kind of the uh the the mark. target. That's target. the target. Well, not, yeah. yeah, not necessarily the target, target, but it's kind of been the minimum. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've seen 30 in the X30 Pro category for for years, dating back to even when the numbers were low, that was still the number to to get. That was you know, before the boom of KA 100 uh senior and junior, you know, over 30 X30 Pros was still the mark. Uh, yeah. So we, we're still there yet. You know, we keep talking about the, the decline in 125 uh, single speed racing. It still hasn't hit USPKS in terms of X30 Pro. So that's good. And again, that's the it's where the big boys race. You know, we saw you, you saw it firsthand uh, in Utah. That that was probably one of the top fields we've had in ah, in, in months. So um, it's still there, and we're gonna, we're going to be talking about a lot of big names uh, that'll be there this weekend in that category. Uh, KA 100, uh, big field for sure over what we got uh, 108, let's call it uh, 123 total uh, with KA 100 masters at 15 right now. That's down five from Texas, but of course a strong uh, KA 100 masters contingent down in the Texas area. We'll see if we get some walk-ups in, in that category at 15, 57 for KA100 Junior, David. That's the largest field I think we have on the lineup, 51 for KA100 Senior. Yeah, for KA100 Junior, we'll for sure have an LCQ because they'll knock it down to 50. So it depends on walk-ups what we'll get for KA100 Senior if they will, in fact, do a last chance qualifier on Sunday morning, depending on the numbers or if they'll just slide that one driver into the main event. But again, if we get, you know, five more walk-ups, which isn't un- unheard of when we get to Newcastle Motorsports Park, uh, that it'll, uh, we'll see uh, an LCQ for that race. So, uh, and again, LCQs weren't too crazy at Speed Sports. So, you know, maybe a little timid for for Newcastle. We'll see again, a long racetrack and uh, we'll see kind of how that plays out. A solid little increase in the pro shifter category from 16 up to 19. If we get a walk-up, might hit that nice 20 mark, but 19 pro shifters. So, Again, we're seeing that pro shifter category kind of lock in. Yeah, there's there's multiple new names in that category. So that's certainly helping to bump. There's actually going to be one driver that will be missing. We'll get into that when we kind of break down the categories. So, uh, in it, again, I think the, the alignment of shifter cart racing with, you know, the KZ platform, I think it's helping to kind of give a little bit of a boost in that. You know, there was still some uncertainty over the last couple of years about where shifter cart racing was going to go. You know, we saw this past weekend of road racing, tons of KZ carts out at uh, mid Ohio, uh, you know, hitting 120 miles an hour down the back straight there. Uh, and so it, it helps to have kind of a, 
if at least a short term future, knowing that, you know, KZ engines are going to be the way to go. And so there's no uh, there's no questioning about that. So I think we'll continue to see a little bit more growth and you're going to get some drivers in X30 or K100 senior that might start moving over to the shifter cart ranks. And I think we're going to see a little bit more of that as we continue to move along. Now that we know engine platform is pretty much going to be the same across the country. Yeah, I think that that stability, that consistency will draw more people. We'll see how it all plays out. That is your lineup right now. 275 pre-entries for the USPKS Indiana Grand Prix heading in uh, to Newcastle this coming weekend. And David will keep us updated on walk-ups through the Paddock Insider uh, uh, article that will be part of the Trackside Live coverage. Uh, after this break, let's get into it. Let's start rolling into uh, some previews of the categories. We'll talk about uh, the points. We'll look at uh, who's there, who's not. Right after this break, we'll start with K, uh, X30 Pro. K100 Senior and ProShift. Top level production with a focus on a single form of motorsport, karting. This is MG Tires. MG Tires USA, underneath the Vantage Karting Group banner, is the official distributor of the MG Tires brand for the United States. MG Tires are the official spec tire in the US Pro Kart Series, Route 66 Sprint Series, Sunshine State Karting Challenge, and countless clubs across the country. No matter your compound preference, MG Tires USA has you covered. Whether it's the medium SH Red or the soft SM Yellow that you find at many karting events in the US, or the super soft green SS and the intermediate white IZ optional compounds, MG Tires USA has your winning set of rubber in stock. Indoor and outdoor rental facilities can now trust MG Tires with their solution to long-lasting and the best performance with three different compounds available through the RL line. For more info about MG Tires USA and its extensive list of dealers near you, check out their website at mgtiresusa.com. MG Tires, for the drivers. Fast, fair, and fun. Ignite Karting offers you all of that at an affordable price. Ignite Karting utilizes the spec Margay Ignite K3 with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and a Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the junior, senior, and master's classes compete on the same Ignite K3 chassis, which puts all the emphasis squarely on driver development. Additionally, Ignite Karting is accessible at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for the 2023 season include the Ignite Majors, which begins with the annual trip to the Daytona International Speedway as part of the WKA Daytona Kart Week as part of both the sprint and road racing events. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regionally based Ignite Challenge, which just finished up a record-setting season in 2022. Local club programs have also been established in other states all across the country, from Idaho to Texas, Nebraska to New York, with more tracks and clubs joining the Ignite Karting program. Be part of fast fun and great memories with Margay Racing at an Ignite track near you. All information on Ignite events and Ignite Kart packages, including dealers in your area, are available at ignitekarting.com. Get off the couch and out onto the track in 2023. Ignite Karting, fuel your passion.
Welcome back to episode 58 of the EK and Outlap as we are previewing this coming weekend's USPKS event, the midway round, essentially round number three at Newcastle Motorsports Park. Uh, David Cole, let's get rolling in on this right now. Let's start things off with X30 Pro. 34 pre-entries as we've talked about. Arias Duke Medjian and Joe Turney winning the first two races of the season. But it's actually Brandon Carr who rolls in here with a point lead. Yeah, again, we talked about this earlier. It, the, the way the championship set up, it's going to show, you know, it's going to put emphasis on consistency. And that's something Brandon Carr has been able to do uh, over the opening two rounds of the series and and holds a hefty lead over Elio Meza by 216 points. So, again, a lot of points up for grabs. So if you're consistent and stay up front, you're going to be able to pull away. Um, I'm trying, I forgot to pull up the points here, so I'm doing that. So, you know, Carr had a, uh, a top five finish in, in Orlando and then a runner up in speed sports. So that certainly helps him. And again, no heat wins. So he's just kind of been consistently up front, which is helping him in the championship chase as we go into Newcastle. Uh, you know, Mesa, you know, the top rookie, well, actually Carr and Mesa are both rookies. So yeah. that's the strange part. You know, we have a lot of experience in this X30 pro category. And the championship's led by two rookies. And Duke Medjian not on not on the uh, uh, entry list as well, which so that though he won't be in a, in, in a position to play. Obviously, Diego Ramos sitting third place in points, but as you said, two hundred and sixty three points back for Ramos. Yeah, and, and again, you know, Ramos has had a good weekend in speed sports. You know, was on the pole actually, or no, he wasn't on the pole. That was uh, the other Burrell Art with Alessandro De, De Tulio. Um, you know, Ramos has kind of had a had a better week in speed sports than he did in Orlando. Orlando was a big bit of a struggle, so that certainly helped him. Uh, um, you know, helped him uh, get back into the championship hunt. But you know, again, two hundred sixty three points, so that's a a lot of points he's got to make up. But again, you got there's a there's going to be a drop. So that's the it. more points you continue to keep grabbing and grabbing, the better off you'll be down the road. And then there's not much of an emphasis on on uh, having a bad weekend because you've already got that in, in the books already. So Polly Massimino, just a point behind Ramos as well. So he's still in the fight. Most definitely. There are a lot of big players. You mentioned Alessandro de Tulio. That was kind of big news that he had parted ways from prime power team was running with PSL carding out at Utah in the Scusa event, moving over to international motorsports. So the uh, South Florida driver lining up with the South Florida team. We'll see de Tulio on a cart Republic this weekend. So another, add another gun to the, to the, uh, the cart Repu- uh, cart Republic arsenal, David. I totally missed that. So that happened in Utah. Yeah. Well, he was at Utah running for prime power team, but then they made the announcement on, he made an announcement on, on social media that I saw, uh, during the weekend, actually. Gotcha. So uh, yeah, I did not know I was not paying attention to that stuff and yeah, I totally missed it in the entry list there on, on, uh, on kind of the notes that I was putting down. So yeah, that'll be a big move. Uh, for him, you know, it puts him in in, in a, uh, as you said, a Florida-based program again. So he doesn't have to, uh, he's not traveling back up to Canada to be working with the prime power power team. So uh, yep. interesting move for him. But right. uh, so we'll see how kind of how that, that shapes out this weekend. Because again, he's been pretty quick at Newcastle before, uh, both on the Paralyn. And I, I don't quite think he got, he didn't ran a, run a Burrell there. So uh, we'll see how he does on the Cart Republic at Newcastle. Uh, Sody Cart, of course, back again. Harley Keeble's been kind of in the uh, in the middle of the fight uh, through all the, the entire start of the year. He's with PK Sports again. Obviously, Mateus Margado alongside uh, Diego Ramos for PSL Carding. He's doing, obviously, racing over in Europe and over here as well. And then, you know, they're always going to be racing against Ryan Norberg, right? The perennial champion, multi-time 
not only Scusa, but multi-time USPKS champion as well for Raw Awesome Performance Group. Yeah, as you mentioned, Duke Medjian not on the entry list, and I didn't confirm if he was going to be there or not. I know, uh, you know, they were shooting to do the championship, I and I missed that on on the entry list that he wasn't on there. I checked all the other categories. I must have missed this one. Uh, so that moves Norberg into fifth if Dumexian is not uh, in Newcastle. So kind of, again, Norberg's sitting 345 points out of the championship right now. And you've got three three yeah. races to go, and you can get nearly 600 points, if not more, for a perfect weekend. So a lot of room to, to come back. Again, he had, he had the struggle in Orlando. Uh, with the disqualification in qualifying and then the DNF in the main event at Speed Sports. So he does have a lot of catching up to do, but with three events still to go, can't count him out. A lot of players still to talk about as well. Uh, let's throw out, obviously, Aiden Ingrata with uh, Speed Concepts Racing. You got a couple of Trinity Karting Group, Cart uh, uh, Republics with uh, Hayden Jones and Caleb Gaffera. Braden Eves back at it, going to be doing a lot of work this year with MPG Motorsports, another Cart Republic as well. Uh, then you've got Blake Nash for Nash Motorsports on the EOS. And David, tell us a little bit about Carol Pasowitz as well. Yeah, the uh, shifter driver who was at Orlando with International Motorsport, he'll be actually be moving over to X30 Pro. Uh, so he'll be racing alongside Alessandro DiTullio uh, in the X30 Pro category. Um, so that's that's a change for that. It says he's listed as Lenzo Kart, but I'm wondering if he'll be on the Kart Republic as well because I know uh that that team's been racing with both chassis brands so we'll see which chassis he has actually on uh when we do get trackside interesting yeah i add gavin bailiff to the, the trinity karting group uh, kart republic crew as well it's it's a pretty solid lineup all told for the x30 pro class david i think it's going to be uh a great battle up front and again i think as always you never know who are going to be up front there are some guys that we expect to be there like a joe turney like a like a ryan norbert but there's always some young drivers who are coming in as well as rookies right they kind of start stepping things up midway through the season or world champions as mateus morgado Very uh, true. again Very you know true. again he's still top 10 in the world you know sitting there going back and forth from from europe to usa he was in utah flew out to denmark was among the uh, top 10 contenders there and now coming back to Newcastle for USBKS. So we'll see if the jet lag's caught up or, you know, but he's been pretty quick at Newcastle before. So uh, don't don't count him in the Red Army out as well, too. Uh, let's have a look over to, you know, KA100 Senior, 51 entries, big grid. Uh, uh, Christian Miles and Elio Mesa with the wins on the season so far, but Peyton Phillips leads Aiden Levy and Josh Campbell uh, coming into the, the battle here. You mentioned over what, 600 points up for grabs or so each day. Uh, each race weekend, only 82 points separate the top five as Miles and Mesa with their wins right in there as well. Although, uh, based on your notes, fill us in the fact that uh, Christian Miles will not be there this weekend. Yeah, Miles is taking a step away from the sport of karting right now. i uh, going to focus on local dirt racing that they're doing in kind of a, a tough situation to see. Again, we know the talent that Christian Miles does have. Uh, behind the wheel of a cart and you know a tough weekend in speed sports kind of cost him uh, the championship lead uh, but again this this category is so tight that anything could happen you know I talked to his dad JT a little bit I was like man you guys just need to come down and and try it you know and and you know but they've they've made up their mind that they're they're going to focus on trying to do some dirt racing this year so uh, yeah it's tough to see you know 
sometimes talent, you know, leaves the sport and you don't quite want it to happen, but you know, they, they just have a different set mm-hmm. mindset. And, uh, again, try something different. If it doesn't come back, that's the great thing about the sport of karting. It's always here to welcome you back. Yeah, that's it, right? Look for, for a guy like Christian Miles or any of these young drivers, right? They all have that dream of becoming a professional race car driver. And depending on the, your pocketbook and uh, the access you have to funding, there are, you know, you're going to go car racing. You're going to go formula car racing. You're going to go sports car racing. And for some, depending on where you live, maybe dirt racing is the way to go, right? So let's, I, I know that he's done a bit of that so far. And if you get opportunities, why not jump on him and take him, right? So we'll keep an eye on Christian Miles throughout the weekend as well. Uh, David, what else we got? We got Harley Keeble doing double duty on the weekend for Sody Karts. So he'll be out there in both categories. Yeah, Keeble doing the double duty. We'll see if that helps or hurts him. You know, we've seen him do well in, in one one category. Uh, he, I think he did double duty in Utah, if, I, if I'm he not did. Yep. mistaken. So, yeah, I don't I don't think it'll hurt him, but uh, – it uh, will give them plenty of plenty of time to be on track. That's for sure. Uh, but this one's a little bit tighter, you know, a lot, of, a lot more competitive, I think more so than the X30 pro where there's, there's kind of a gap between that second group and that first group. So we'll see. Um, yeah. It's, so again, championship battle, you know, I, that's, that's kind of where I, my focus is on. I, I know the field's tight. There's a lot, there's a lot of good drivers in the field. But if you look at it, you know how we have 216 points between first and second X30 Pro. Well, that takes you back to 10th in, in, in K100 <laughs> yeah, Senior Championship. Like like so it. let me put some names out there looking right. on the outside. So you got Braden Eves, double duty. Uh, you have former series champion Brandon Lemke. And no, he's good at Newcastle every yeah. time we're there. Uh, Vinny Mescal- Scalis. Uh, I didn't, I thought I saw him on the entry. He's there. Yep, he's right there. there. Yeah. So he's there. Josh Holtz coming back, a veteran, uh, of, of the series. And then, uh, a Finnegan bailiff on the Trinity carding group, cart Republic. So Agreed. those are the, those are the top 10 drivers again. And then you got guys outside of that who, you know, can inch their way closer with these final three events. So again, everything's still kind of up in the air. I don't think we can focus on just these four, these four drivers in the top five. I think, this weekend's going to be a make or break for for a lot of drivers where, hey, the championship's still up for grabs. Or, you know what? We we failed this weekend. I don't know yeah, yeah. If, if it's going to work out. Here's, here's the other thing. I, I look at the guys that had great speed at, at Utah, right? Because we always talk about confidence and momentum moving forward. So guys like Aiden Levy and Colin Lloyd. Colin Lloyd was mm-hmm. a beast. Um, and it looks like he's going to be back with speed concepts. He obviously been a, has been a magic driver. Uh, through the first half of the season, but because Magic wasn't out at Utah, he jumped on the tent with Speed Concepts back on an OTK product, was very strong. So Levy was good there too. Colin Lloyd was in the front the entire time. Peyton Phillips, the same way, David. I know a couple of those guys, obviously, in the top five in points. Uh, but Noah Rosser, another guy that was super quick. He's moved over to Ryan Perry Motorsports um, and we're on the Gallard. He was strong and uh, finished, well, actually was on the podium in one of the races in Utah but was a little too wide at the scales. I think those are a couple of the drivers that will very likely, uh, you know, roll the momentum from Utah all the way to Newcastle. And it's a very similar racetrack in terms of, of flow and, and kind of the, the way you race it. It's a yep. rhythm racetrack. There's not a lot of tight stuff uh, aside from cell tower corner. You know, it's, it's a pretty flowing racetrack, but uh, yeah, so that, that does certainly help having that momentum. You know, I, I, you know, Josh Campbell is the one I keep talking about momentum. You know, he kind of came away with uh, uh, a little bit, you know, at 
um, Utah. I think he was a top five in one of the days. So we'll see, you know, if that helps him continue the momentum on the season. Um, Peyton Phillips, that's one driver kind of to watch too. Again, yep. he, you know, he's just, he's been really good everywhere. So, you know, this, 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 this category, man, it just, I don't know. I think I know. what about, let's talk, what about local guys or, you know, kind of the one-offs like Eli Warren, you know, he does really well at Newcastle. He won, I think both KA and Briggs 206 during the route 66 race in this configuration. So, you know, he could be, he could be one of the wild cards uh, out of the weekend. Uh, Jordan Perry coming back with Chad Dawkins racing and cart Republic. You know, he's, he's got a lot of laps at Newcastle as well from, from cadet all the way through senior and Austin Jers, another driver with, with good speed at Newcastle. Again, Adam, a lot Adam, of Max, Adam Maxwell as well. Yeah. A lot of different drivers who could, who are going to be quick. And this, this, this is going to be a, a big lead pack race. I think. Dave, you on, mentioned on in the notes too, that uh, Aiden Rudolph back into KA as well. Yeah. Rudolph jumping back into KA. So he's another driver that could be a factor as well. You know, didn't quite have the pace in the X 30 uh, category, uh, even though he's working with, you know, pretty good drivers under the PSL tent, but just wasn't able to kind of uh, keep pace with them up towards the top 10. So we'll see if uh, he puts back in the top 10 pace in K100 senior category. Let's cap off this uh, segment here of our Outlap episode number 58 as we debrief, or rather uh, preview the uh, USPKS event this coming weekend at Newcastle. Let's go to Pro Shifter. 19 entries uh, in total right now, hopefully for a couple of walk-ups. Uh, Danny Formal and AJ Myers, two of the big dogs, obviously in the sport for many, many years, both winners on the season thus far. Uh, Formal with the point lead over Marion Kremers uh, by 70 coming in. Myers sitting back there in third. Hunter Pickett and Talon Yockel rounding out the top five. But, uh, you know, I obviously saw it on social media, as so many people have. Uh, you know, Danny Formal is going to be uh, back in his Lamborghini at Watkins Glen this coming weekend. So no Danny Formal. He'll be using this one as the drop. Uh, David, that kind of opens, opens up for everybody else to go at it a little bit. Yeah, not, I mean, not necessarily go after it because again, you can still come, he could come back and, and finish you know, sure have two wins in the two <laughs> yeah. finales and, and come away as the champion using this as his drop race. So it allows for the drivers, uh, like Kremers and Myers to, to kind of pick up more, more points in terms of heat races to kind of better their scores of what they've already had done. You know, obviously Myers had that uh, DNF in Orlando after, you know, winning the opening three heat rate or winning the three heat races. So he has an opportunity to improve on that score. You know, Kremers comes in with, with pre two pretty good finishes. I think the speed sport one was the worst of it, you know, uh, having a off the podium finish, you know, due to a penalty. So he has an opportunity to gain a little bit more points as well, too, to kind of close that gap on four miles, two best race weekends. Because, again, that's kind of how we're going to be looking at it when we go into Motorsports Country Club. And, of course, the finale at GoPro is is who has the best four out of five weekends uh, in terms of the championship chase. So it, it, there's certainly going to be it's going to be an interesting weekend for for Kremers and Myers. Big talk at Utah was obviously the uh, the speed and power and performance of Jacob Gulick uh, G and GFC Cardi along with Kyle Wick. Uh, they were amazing. Gulick, of course, kind of dominated the action. It was a one-two finish for Gulick and Wick in both of the main events there. GFC Cardi coming in uh, with, a, with a full boat. Ethan Boer uh, alongside as well. TJ Madonna, Jonathan Vitolo. So a big group, David, for GFC. And Again, power, you know, momentum from that new IME package and program they've got put together could be another great storyline throughout the weekend. 
Yeah, they drove straight from uh, Gary drove straight from Utah to Newcastle, dropped everything off, headed back to the office and, and headquarters to get uh, situated, you know, over last week. And then they'll be heading back this weekend to Newcastle again. You know, everybody's kind of been there, so they know the baseline. So I don't think there were a lot, you know, they had a vintage race there last weekend. So nobody was testing last weekend, uh, which is a rarity. You know? Yeah, right. But uh, it is Newcastle and everybody knows it. And that's. You know, we'll get into that a little bit later about ideas I had about it. But GFC is coming in with a lot of momentum because momentum is the word you used earlier for for uh, the X30 Pro category. So, you know, with Gulick picking up that first Scusa Pro Tour victory, they have the IME engine figured out. Uh, th- this could be an interesting weekend where we have, you know, five drivers, five different drivers possibly fighting for the victory. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Other names to note we've been seeing up front quite a bit. I'm sure we'll see here at Newcastle, Giorgio Carrera for International Motorsports on the Lenzo. Uh, veteran driver Jordan Musser back, in, uh, Musser rather back in the fight here with um, PSL Karting. PSL Karting is going to have Hunter Pickett there as well. So those are pretty much the primary people to watch. I think, uh, you know, Adam Maxwell, I mentioned him uh, already in the show, but he's going to be making, I think, his, his shifter debut you have as well down here, David. Yeah, he'll be racing, it says here, with Magic Kart USA on the Magic Kart. So uh, I've not seen him do a shifter kart before, so this could possibly be his first weekend. Uh, and, and you said Musser, you know, this is a racetrack where Musser does really well. He I does. wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, Carrera, Musser, Pickett kind of close that gap up. Again, it's a very rhythm racetrack. There's not, it's not bumpy. Uh, you know, that's something we talked about in Orlando. That's something we talk about speed sports. It just beats you up as a driver. This is a rhythm racetrack. And, and, you know, me and you, we can handle it in Briggs. You know, the the older guys and the shifters, they love this racetrack. Yeah. So so I think Muster's going to be possibly one to kind of creep into that, maybe that top five again. All right, folks, let's have a quick break. When we get back, X30 Junior, KA100 Junior, and KA100 Masters. We'll preview preview those categories when we get back. All over the karting world, everyone knows OTK is the gold standard for quality and performance. In the U.S., OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Tony Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Xpree chassis, and now the new Red Speed and EOS brands, OTK quality is second to none. All five brands are winning races and championships across the country in national programs like the Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas, the Scusa Pro Tour and Winter Series, and the Pro Kart Challenge, the United States Pro Kart Series, and the WKA Manufacturers Cup. And OTK products are also front and center on the podium of club and regional races from coast to coast. To learn more about a specific product line, you can find the OTK USA dealer near you, whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, Xfree, Red Speed, or EOS, visit www.otkusa.com. Specific chassis territories are still available, so kart shops interested in adding a winning component to their product lineups can contact OTK USA directly. History, success, family. Those are the three words that can describe Comet Kart Sales, one of the longest tenured karting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation located just outside of Indianapolis has provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers in the near six decades of business. 
Their online store features everything you need, continually adding new parts to their product line. From full carting packages, new engines, spare or replacement parts, and safety gear, find it all at CometCartSales.com. Their Comet Racing Engine service has won multiple major events and championships over decades of karting and continues to offer the best trackside service in the industry, specializing in IAMI X30, IAMI Swift, and other two-cycle power plants. Make sure to head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. Jumping back in at it here in the Outlap, episode number 58, previewing this coming weekend's USPKS uh, Indiana Grand Prix at Newcastle Motorsports Park. Rob Howden and David Cole here. David, of course, will be trackside throughout the weekend. Let's jump into X30 Junior. 20 drivers in total. Ernesto Rivera has been uh, the driver to beat. Two main event wins and brings him into the event here with a 293-point lead over Enzo Vidmontien. Jackson Olney, Stephen Miller, and Teddy Musella. Uh, the drivers in the top five in points. No Musella on the uh, driver lineup right now in terms of pre-entry, but we will see a couple of the drivers coming back, Dave. Yeah, it's almost been a perfect score for Rivera. You know, qualifying at the uh, opening round in Orlando was the only blemish thus far on his on his uh, on his total. So a 1300 1, point total right now for him so that gives him a 293 point advantage over uh Enzo Vidmontien uh so really it's he's the driver to beat i mean that's basically what it boils down to yeah. everybody's going to have the stopwatch on him following him in practice trying to measure up where they are uh that that's going to be the measuring stick throughout the weekend uh if any of these drivers want to kind of get themselves back into the championship chase they're going to need to push him back through the field. Uh, you mentioned, I said, a couple of other drivers coming in. Oliver Weldon is back in the action, as is Jensen Burnett coming off uh, a strong uh, run out in Utah as well. So Burnett uh, going to roll that momentum with Chad Dockin racing. Other drivers you could potentially look at, David, are the storylines for this class right now? Yeah, there's another driver making his X30 junior debut, Carter McMurray, the son of NASCAR driver Jamie McMurray. So he'll be he's continually making his way up the karting ranks. It was it feels like yesterday he was first making his first cadet start. So uh, <laughs> uh, Carter going to be doing actually doing double duty uh, racing X30 junior and KA100 junior this weekend. Nathan Dupuis from Speed Concepts Racing got a, got a podium in the, in the Scusa event as well. Uh, we'll keep an eye, of course, on young Ethan Tovo, Charlie Smith, those drivers we've seen kind of work their way up front as well. All told, uh, 20 drivers in total pre-entry. But again, as David had mentioned, it's been a really strong start to the season for Ernesto Rivera in this category. He'll be the one they're chasing. And they're not only going to chase him, David, in X30 Junior, but he's really been dominant, not dominant, but at least has swept the mains. Two main event victories in KA100 Junior as well. So he has won all four junior races on the season so far in USPKS action. His point lead, 172 over Stephen Miller. Uh, Landon Skinner, Diego Guillaume, and uh, Enzo Vidmontian round out the top five. So Rivera's coming in with lots of momentum and, and a little bit of maybe a little cushion to play with, David. Not a ton because there is a drop, as we know. But uh, if he keeps up the momentum, you know he's going to be running up front. Yeah, the cushion certainly helps, you know, when you're at the midway point of the championship. Real quick note, uh, I wanted to mention on X30 Junior, you know, I, my column was talking about my recent behind the laptop, talking about the numbers in X30 Junior and how we can try and help boost that up a little bit. 
with, you know, pro semi pro, I shouldn't use those terms, but we'll get into that later. Another time, another day, <laughs> Yeah, five, five of the drivers in X30 junior are Canadians. So that helps with the bump up to 20 as well, too, when you start bringing in, uh, the international drivers. So maybe that's another avenue we need to start bringing some of the uh the europeans over to race junior racing so yeah you're right um but yeah you know the the cushion is certainly going to help you know uh rivera you know he didn't doesn't have quite the record that he had in x30 junior but he does have the two victories so that certainly helps him in the championship chase over stephen miller who won all three heat races in orlando just wasn't able to quite pull off the main event and then trouble in speed sports and qualifying in the opening heat rounds. So that, that put him back, but he was able to drive his way up forward towards the end of the weekend, but still costing him valuable points to Rivera. So again, these are probably the top two drivers we have uh, in junior racing right now is Ernesto Rivera and Steven Miller. What do we got for drivers potentially making, uh, making debuts this season? Yeah, so some some names to watch. One of them includes uh, Isaac Malkit, one of the uh, a former USPKS race winner, uh, be uh, making his K100 Junior debut this season at USPKS. I know he's done some junior racing and other programs as well. So keep an eye on him. Gage Corn, who we keep watching out uh, on the West Coast at the Challenge of the Americas. He finished, I think, third in the championship this year. Uh, he'll be making his USPKS debut this weekend with MPG Motorsports and Cart Republic. There's actually a bunch of drivers with MPG Motorsports this weekend. You got Austin Olds, who we continue to watch kind of develop and become a, a better driver each weekend out, and a number of other drivers under the MPG tent. If we keep going with the uh, the, the topic of momentum coming, uh, of course, off the Scusa event out in Utah, Turner Brown, Jensen Burnett, as I already mentioned, and Chase Pascalia, all three of those drivers featured prominently, as did Anthony Martella. He was right in the middle of the fight for a lot of that weekend. Peyton Westcott had some good speed as well. We, we have already talked about Jackson Wolney uh, and the fact that Oliver Weldon will be back as, as well. Those drivers, of course, we expect to be in the middle of the fight. There's just a lot of really strong drivers that we're looking forward to kind of stepping up. And maybe, again, like I always say, midway through the season, which of those young drivers maybe coming up from the mini ranks get a chance to kind of, you know, uh, make the move forward? Like, is it, is it a John Antonino? Is he one of the guys that's going to kind of make that move forward? We've watched them kind of, you know, in their, in their cadet days, David, but as a rookie, rookie junior driver, this is, I always think this is when you start seeing some of these kids fire things up. Yeah. It's either they, they, they show improvement or they kind of stay stagnant. And again, we're at that midway point of the season. So they've, they've gotten races under their belts. And now it's a time to kind of continue to improve and uh, and try and put yourself towards the uh, the front of the field consistently. Because consistency, that's that's a key. You know, we've seen some speed out of these kids, but not quite to, to the consistently level that we see out of Rivera and Miller. Uh, another one that you probably see up front Enzo Vidmontian. We talked about him being top five in the championship. He's good at, he's good at Newcastle. You know, he picked up, uh, uh his first victory last year in uh, K 100 junior. So, uh, don't be surprised to see him. And, you know, maybe some of the Texas boys will step up as well too. Reagan Seville. And, um, I just had the name. Where'd it go? <laughs> uh, what was the other name? You look it. for it. I'll throw a couple more out. Sarah Skinner, Brown. Landon Skinner. Oh, Landon that was Skinner. the other yeah. one for for speed sports. So uh, see if the you know they showed they showed really good pace uh, down in in Texas. You know, along with Diego Guiat, 
Uh, we'll see if the Texas drivers are able to step up in Newcastle. I like it. All right, let's go to KA100 Master to cap off this segment. 14, uh, 15 pre-entries all told. Uh, Mike Rollison leading the way with a couple of victories on the season. He has a 163-point lead over Tommy Anderson, who will not make it. David can give us some more information on that. Scott Kopp comes in P3 in points. Uh, Martin Stone in fourth. And Nikki Coelho uh, rounding out the top five. 261 points separate the top five. What's the what's the, the, the scoop on Tommy Anderson? Yeah, you can't take Thursday and Friday off of work. They got some important uh, work. Bu- he's got work, important work business to take care of on Thursday and Friday. And this is the one I teased. I said, I said, Tommy, it's Newcastle. You've been here for a decade now. Why can't you just drive down Friday night, start the heat races last and, and see what you can do? He, Agreed. he liked he liked the idea, but it's not going to happen. So uh, Oh, that would be um, good. So he's going to use. He already. He told me this back in February when he said he was going to come back for for racing this year. He said I I can only do four out of the five. So this was planned. This is again something he just you know can't get around with work. Uh, really important situation at work that he can't skip out on. So uh, again, that's that's the struggle of us K100 Masters drivers, right? Well, let's let's just put this out here. I know Tommy in there would be great, and it is definitely a, a thing about Masters drivers. <laughs> We do have to work on Monday morning. That's the thing we always talk about. And not only Monday morning, but most of the times Thursday and Friday as well. You, you do your best to get off get off and book some of your holiday time. But but David, just look at this lineup of drivers, right? That we have in this class. Uh, 15 in total, but like it's it's the who's who, right? You got Mario Barrios in there. We talked about Coelho uh, uh, already. Uh Laurentu Mardan is back, as is Brett Harrelson. I mentioned Scott Cop, top five guy. Out of California, Tim Meyer, one of the top guys you're going to get out of California. Uh, the Texan Miguel Mir. Like, this is a, this lineup is, is good. There's your top 10 right there. You're throwing Adam Crepin, who's been really good. The Carapaletti brothers are back. Again, it's it's a stacked field. Yeah, Crepin missed the Orlando weekend. He was actually working as an official that weekend. So, <laughs> uh, you know, he took the official hat off, put the helmet back on yeah. for speed sports. So now he's coming back racing uh, in Newcastle. Uh, where he won the Route 66 weekend, so in in K100 Masters, so uh, he knows this racetrack. So I wouldn't, I would not put him out of the top five at all. You know, the 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 pace he showed at Speed Sports was was impressive, and again, the racecraft he showed, the smartness, not to get crazy, not to get caught up in some other people's messes. Uh, you know, pretty stayed pretty consistent all weekend long. So again, you know, missing that Orlando weekend. He could add another podium finish this weekend and run up front all weekend long and put himself in the championship chase because right now he's only 11th with that one weekend on his belt. Indeed, they'll all be chasing Mike Rawlson in that category. Two wins on the season so far for Mike and that Rawlson performance group machine. Again, just getting getting back behind the wheel, enjoying himself and, and gaining a lot of good information for his KA100 Masters drivers. Folks, so one more break. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with Mini Swift and Micro Swift. And we'll cap off this edition of The Outlap. Don't go anywhere. We'll hit those last two categories after this. Are you ready to go from carts to cars? Since 1975, the Skip Barber Racing School has taken great drivers and made them champions. Today, we're proud to welcome the next generation of winners. Make the transition from carts to cars with the Skip Barber Formula Race Series. You'll compete at the most iconic tracks in America. Race weekends include your very own equalized Formula 4 race car, a professional crew, expert instruction, video and data analysis, hospitality, and more. 
this is the place to fulfill your dream of becoming a champion. Sign up today by calling 866-932-1949 or visit us at skipbarber.com. Welcome back to the ECAN Radio Network, episode 58 of our Outlap Preview Podcast as we're looking forward to this coming weekend's USPKS event at Newcastle Motorsports Park. David Cole providing us with his insight, and of course, he'll be trackside throughout the weekend. 43 drivers, David, in the Mini Swift class. Lucas Palacio, who has been winning races all year long. Two wins on the season uh, to start the season off. He's uh, scored both main event wins. He leads by 191 points over Max Christia in the, uh, the championship standings. Ashton Woon right in there, as is uh, Tristan Murphy and Michael McGoy. 312 points separate the top five. Uh, but one of the interesting things, based on your notes, Phil, is on the fact that we won't see Max Christia. Yeah, no Max at the uh, Newcastle weekend. So another championship contender that it's going to be missing out at Newcastle. This one's a family trip to Europe. I confirmed that with them uh, this week before we recorded this show. So uh, they had a trip planned and, and can't work around it. And so he will use this as his drop race and hopefully use the momentum from the first two rounds and carry that into the final two rounds to keep himself in the championship chase. What else we got for information rolling in here? Yeah, another one we saw on social media was Jackson Gibson announcing a move from Rollison Performance Group and the Cosmic brand to uh, Trinity Karting Group and Kart Republic this weekend. So he'll be joining the green and white team, uh, making the move over from RPG uh, this weekend because right now they have him as RPG on the entry list. So just a recent move uh, for Jackson Gibson. Well, that's interesting. Uh, a number of drivers, as we know, uh, who are, will be lining up to try to chase down Lucas Palacio. I think Rocco Simone will be one of those drivers. Uh, Jackson Tovo as well. Royce Vega, David, uh, was really good out at, um, out at the Scusa event too. So I would put his his name in there with, with the Team Bennett crew. With, yeah, Marco Romero. He was right in the fight too. Yeah, those two have been really uh, consistent contenders yeah. uh, of recently. Royce Vega sitting seventh in the championship. Romero was a top top five contender all weekend long at speed sports, just finishing outside the top five uh, when it came to the main event time. So he only has one USPK as event under his belt. So he's sitting back in 15th, but uh, don't be surprised to see them towards the front of the field in Newcastle. Yeah. Travis Pettit's been right in the fight there as well. Um, another guy I, I love bringing up just because I, I like the fact he's on American equipment. That's Jackson Porter. He was battling it out there in the factory cart machine out at Utah. So I love that story as well. And, it's nice to see the third generation Brandon Soraki out there as well, Dave. Yeah, Brandon Soraki did uh, had a good weekend at his home racetrack for the Cup Carts North America event. I know, I think he picked up a couple pole positions or wow. at least one. Right. Uh, so loves loves racing at Badger Cart Club. Who doesn't? If your last name's Soraki or Welk, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Brandon. Yeah, so he he. I, th- I want to say he was at Orlando, missed out on Speed Sports. Uh, I don't think he raced there this past time, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We can kind of continue the progression of him uh, in, in his, in his uh, move up the ranks. So yeah, raced at Orlando and uh, missed out on speed sports. So back behind the wheel for Newcastle. Good stuff. We're into the summer season, as we know, let's have a look at micro swift uh, 36 entries in total. Parker Ives has been the driver to beat a couple of wins for him. He leads over, uh, Maxwell Macha by 98 points. Uh, Juan Garcia is in third. Uh, we've got Chandler and Schneegenberg in there as well. 
so yeah, Dave, we got uh, we got a pretty good lineup of drivers get, getting set to go in the youngest categories. Yeah, thirty six drivers, almost forty. So you know, it's it's great to see the youth program moving uh, through throughout the sport of karting. You know, we're seeing that in Europe. That's something I talked about uh, in my column was was how you know the United States had a kind of a stranglehold on cadet racing. Now it's getting now it's getting global. I think uh, which is a great thing to see. Get the kids in the sport young, you know, and 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 get them up the ranks. And this micro division, man, it's just big numbers. And again, a lot of drivers we're kind of learning and learning more about. But the the top five in the championship, those have been kind of the standouts that we've seen throughout the season. Uh, you know, throughout you know USPKS and SCUZA events. Uh, Pasha Ali is a name yep. to keep uh, an eye on. On the Sodi um, card now too. Pasha made yeah, his debut on the Sodi card. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Liam Nachawadi. Yeah, I, I just got to that name as well too. Uh, yeah, so again, so just continuing to learn these drivers and seeing them develop throughout the, the year. Uh, Luke Gio, I can never say his name. Gilio. Gilio, uh, yeah. you know, another another driver that are kind of on the upper echelon of the age bracket in this category. So should should use some of that veteran racecraft, you know, knows the Newcastle track was there last year. I remember that his dad actually had that pizza bar I was telling you about. It showed you a picture of <laughs> That's right. that, that place is, I think it's at back at Newcastle this weekend. So I might, uh, might get a little slice of pie uh, nice. during, during the weekend. That'll be good. Yeah. But, uh, I love I, the micro again, you see kids just kind of develop throughout the year. And then, so, so we're probably going to see that. Um, I, I, I thought I had another name, but I don't. So yeah. And again, almost 40 drivers that's just amazing to see yeah agreed agreed so let's cap things off folks make sure to follow all the action of the 2023 united states pro card series indiana grand prix david will be there we'll hook things up obviously you can watch on car chaser we will be streaming the live broadcast the audio as well on ecardinews.com slash live uh follow on social media can we'll put we'll have a lot of stuff coming out on social media the hashtags will be at uh, hashtag EKN at USPKS, hashtag Indiana Grand Prix, and hashtag NCMP. David, any final thoughts before we cap things off here? Yeah, excited. Get back race 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 track. Um, get back to the racetrack. You've been See, on I the bench. Even... You've been on the couch for a long time. I, no, I've not been on the couch <laughs> per se, but I have been on the <laughs> sideline in terms of racing and going to the racetrack itself so yeah i'm uh the only motor the only motor you've been working is your lawnmower my and my no my power washer (laughs) and the power that's right the power washer on the deck that's That's the struggle here at the coal household but uh yeah excited and again you know just the way this format is with five events we're going into the third event now in the championship format just a lot of excitement going into this weekend yeah, and, and David, I know that we're we're still in 2023, but obviously USPKS and SCUZA both dropping their kind of dates for next year. So, you know, we're already kind of thinking about 2024 as well. Yeah, and we'll try and get some feedback from the, uh, the competitors and race teams uh, on that uh, because we haven't heard from any of them, only the organization. So we'll be uh, interested to hear more about that. So there you go, folks. We're wrapped up this edition of the Outlap, episode number 58. David Cole will be trackside all weekend long. Make sure to follow all of our coverage on social media. He'll have his daily race reports out there as well. Paddock Insider on Friday. Great insight coming from David all weekend long. And we uh, do appreciate, again, you tuning into this edition of the show. We'll be back uh, early next week with the race report, the debrief podcast coming as we'll wrap things up from all the action that happened this past weekend at Newcastle. On behalf of David Cole, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. My name's Rob Howden. Bye for now.